This is Soccer News IV. Soccer News IV. It's in your veins. Brought to you by Soccerom.com. From Bumblebee to high school to college to the pros, before the best coaches go to practice, they go to Soccerom.com. Hello and welcome. I'm Stephen Parr, the host of Soccer News IV. Here's our top story. There's a new boss in Kansas City. This week, Lamar Hunt announced he sold the Kansas City Wizards to a group of local investors. The group, called On Goal LLC, is led by Neil Patterson and Cliff Illig. The pair are co-founders of a medical technology company in Kansas City. Now, Hunt has been trying to sell the team for more than a year, about 21 months. Hunt Sports Group still owns the Columbus Crew and FC Dallas and both of those teams already have their own soccer-specific stadium, so they aren't seen as being in danger of being sold anytime soon. And it now looks like the Wizards are not only under new leadership, but they may have a new home soon as well. Overland Park's city council just approved sending the resolution calling for bonds to the voters. The initiative would provide money for soccer fields and city improvements that would be built in conjunction with a new soccer-specific stadium in Overland Park. The news was a bit of a letdown for some in the Philadelphia area. It was widely believed that if Hunt was unable to sell the Wizards, they would be moved to Philly for the 2007 season. And that idea was firmly put to rest this week. On top of that, there was another letdown for Philly expansion plans on Friday. Rowan University announced the state of New Jersey would not secure $100 million in bonds for the construction of a soccer-specific stadium and surrounding commercial, residential, and hotel projects. Milestone Group, which was working with Rowan University to bring an MLS franchise, did not comment Friday on the setback. Now, this does not mean a Philly area team is finished. It just means the university and Milestone will have to find a way to get the project done without the help of New Jersey state money. In Russia, the U-20 U.S. women's team fell in penalty kicks to China in the semifinals. The team had beaten Germany 4-1 in the quarters. They also outshot China 23-5, but still couldn't find the back of the net. China hit five out of six PKs. The U.S. could only muster four. The U-20s will now play Brazil in the third-place game on Sunday. At least one American will make an appearance in the championship match, however. Referee Jennifer Bennett was given the honor of officiating the final between China and North Korea. Wait a minute. The U.S. is acting as a mediator between China and North Korea in Moscow? That doesn't sound right at all. Maybe we should get an Israeli to ref a match between Iran and Syria in Beirut next week and solve all the world's problems through the beautiful game. Seriously, is FIFA more powerful than the UN? Looks like it. Well, let's get back to reality. The game wrap. Okay, so much for reality. The weekend started with lowly L.A. marching into D.C. 
and taking away three points. Not only that, but Landon Donovan put in two goals. United put in an own goal, and the final score read 5-2. to two. This is the first time D.C. has lost at home this season. It's their only their third loss of the entire year, but the league's leader hasn't won an MLS match since July 15th. That's a pretty long dry spell. Of course, L.A. knows how that feels since they didn't even score a goal in the entire month of May. Then just up the coast, Red Bull beat the stuffing out of Real Salt Lake 6-0 as a second-half sub. Edson Bottle got the scoring started in the 54th minute. 18 minutes later, he had a hat trick. In the previous two games, Red Bull hadn't even scored a single goal, much less six in less than a half. Over in Chicago, finally a sane scoreline for the weekend. The Fire beat the Rapids 1-0. Desan Robinson scored his first goal of the year in the 12th minute, and that proved all Chicago needed. Houston's Dwayne De Rosario scored two goals for the Dynamo against Chivas in L.A., but it wasn't enough. The Goats showed more than enough power with a 3-2 victory. Jonathan Bornstein scored in the eighth minute, and Ante Razov scored his 13th and 14th goals of the season. On Sunday, New England made Columbus's hopes for the postseason a little more difficult with one nothing win. Not only did the crew fail to get a point, but Joseph Nguyenia was ejected in the 64th minute, and he will miss the next match. Kansas City beat FC Dallas in Arrowhead Stadium 1-0. Scott Seeley scored in the 62nd minute for the Wizard. It was Dallas's fourth loss in a row, and all of them have been on the road. On Wednesday, Kansas City hosted Red Bull New York. Amato Guevara played some inspired ball at times, including a run through the entire Wizards' defense setting up the Bulls' first goal. Alas, it was not enough. The match ended tied 2-all, and I just used the word alas in a sentence. Chicago and Houston also tied 2-all on Wednesday. De Rosario put away his third goal of the week, but Andy Heron tied the match in the 75th with his sixth goal of the season. Real Salt Lake was able to rebound from their big apple black eye. They beat the Galaxy in Salt Lake, won nothing. Jeff Cunningham scored his 15th goal of the season. And FC Dallas finally ended their road trip on a positive note, taking three points out of Denver. The Rapids weren't able to beat up on Dallas's defense, and the visitors went up to nothing. Ronnie O'Brien had an assist on both goals. So that means D.C. stays atop the charts in the East, a win this weekend or a loss or a tie by Kansas City, and D.C. clinches a playoff spot. The crew are in a world of hurt. They are in last place and are seven points back from Kansas City. In the West, all of the losses didn't hurt Dallas that much, as Houston wasn't able to earn many wins either. Dallas is now just five points behind D.C. in the race for the Supporters' Shield. Who would have thought that was possible a month ago? And while Houston is in second, they are actually closer in points to fifth place than they are first. L.A. has been much improved lately, but so far they are still in last and five points out of the playoff race. Jeff Cunningham and Ante Razov have an interesting duel going for the Golden Boot. Cunningham has a one-goal advantage with a total of 15, and neither guy was expected to be at the top of the scoring charts when the season began. The schedule. 
New England and Columbus meet for the second week in a row. This time they will play in Columbus. The crew cannot afford to drop any more points if they still want to be playing around Halloween time. The last game of the Texas Tangle happens in Dallas on Saturday at 8.30. Houston has already won the series with two regular season victories and an Open Cup win, but Dallas can come six points closer to clinching home field advantage throughout the playoffs with the win this weekend. The Rocky Mountain rivalry has more at stake this year with both Real and the Rapids desperate for a playoff spot. Salt Lake leads Colorado by only two points in the standings. The game is at 9 Eastern on Fox Soccer Channel. L.A. hopes to return to winning, this time against Kansas City. Like Columbus, the Galaxy cannot afford to let many more points slip away. Kickoff is at 10.30 Eastern, also on direct kick. Then on Sunday, Red Bull heads to Chicago. Chicago has been very strong at home recently, and you can watch that game on direct kick at 7 Eastern. D.C. is still looking for their 14th win on the season. They'll face Chivas USA on Sunday in L.A. That's also on direct kick at 7 Eastern. Well, that's it for this week. I need to give a big shout-out to the folks at SoccerRom.com for all of their support. For Soccer News IV, I'm Stephen Parr. Remember... Soccer News IV. It's in your veins.